I'm Katie. And I'm Tillman. We're doing a deep dive into our favorite reality shows. And And this this is is our Fresh Perspective. I feel like Hi. this is full hello after being gone for I know <laughs> the whole new year. It's been before. it's been a few weeks. I know. We, I mean, between our schedules, it has been mm-hmm. a crazy few weeks. Yeah. Um, so we do apologize, but we are back, sort of. We're, I mean, we said we were back a few weeks ago. We're back. Okay, <laughs> but now we're back with the rebrand. It took us a little bit yes. to figure out a new rhythm and a new plan. And we're back yes, and we're kicking off the rebrand with the Duggars slash IBLP. Yes. So this is going to be a three-parter. We're going to start with an intro into the cult that is the Institute of Basic Life Principles. Next week, we're going to talk about 19 Kids and Counting. And then the week after that, we're going to have a Where Are They Now episode about the freed siblings. I know. I'm excited. They're all... I- the Duggars and like 19 Kids and Counting was truly one of my like favorite things as a kid. TLC, like perfect show, like, mm-hmm. and the number would grow. Like I swear when I started watching it, it was like 16 Kids and Counting or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And then it just kept going and going and going. Well, did I imagine, did they have a 20th child and she died or something? So she was pregnant with the 20th child, Jubilee, and Uh-oh. she unfortunately had a miscarriage. But okay. I think they since adopted... We'll okay, have to get into I that maybe swear, next week. Like, yeah, we will have to talk about that next week. I I have some thoughts about the Duggars adopting. Who let oh, that pass? I know. Like what agency was like, yeah, this kid will have an incredible life with 19 siblings, whatever. Yeah. But I think they adopted one, if not two children afterwards. Have you ever seen Little House on the Prairie? A long time ago. that They would play that during nap time in kindergarten. Oh, really? That's weird. Yeah. There were some dark episodes, but it was like the same thing in Little House on the Prairie, which I know is fictitious, but um, <laughs> fictional, fictional, not fictitious. Um, I like fictitious. But, <laughs> sure, that's right. The uh, <laughs> when the the like kids grew up, the, the three or four main girls, the parents would just keep adopting new ones to keep the seasons going, and there ended up being like ten seasons. Yeah, I didn't and honestly I didn't like. That. I didn't watch that closely when I was five. Are um, the yeah? I don't know if they were showing you guys those episodes anyway. Yeah, maybe not. I do remember there being one of a fire in the field. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember like sitting on my like mat during nap time in like the dark watching that. And that's in kind my, of like, intense. Classroom. Yeah, I know. Now that I think about that, that's a weird choice. But because right, do you remember Mary being blind in that? No, I don't remember it very well. Like I couldn't even tell you like all the characters' names. Oh. But, uh, they would play an episode every day while we were in nap time, so we could either sleep or watch that. Wow. That's intense. There was one episode where like Laura, the main girl, got kidnapped yeah. because a woman's daughter died and she went to replace her and she held her in her basement. Like that's kind of a lot for five year olds. I'm sure they didn't wow. show you those episodes, but you know, how are you guys supposed to get the plot? You couldn't get a grasp <laughs> of the storyline. Of the pioneer days. Like how yeah. am I supposed to know what happened? The Duggars are kind of living out their pine like what as I was reading up about IBLP, it is giving modern day Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, it really kind of is. And what was interesting to me is I was looking up like IBLP and everything, which for anyone that doesn't know is the Institute of Basic Life Principles, which is the religion that the Duggars follow. Um, every story like connects them to the Duggars. Like I looked mm-hmm. up just IBLP, like nothing else. And it's all about the Duggars. Yeah, I was looking on their website at some of me the too. things that they're selling, which we should get into later, but there yeah. were a lot of books by the Duggars. Like they really seem to be like the king and queen of the IBLP world. 
I know. I think they've really used them as like a launching pad kind of, and not that it's like taking off, but I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think they are using them as like spokespeople of their religion, which I don't know. I don't know. I think arming, but I think they are. I think people in IBLP feel like that is like their representation. The Duggars. And I wonder, and I guess, I mean, I'm trying to, I was thinking like, Oh, is that even a good representation? But the Duggars have besides Josh, They've stayed true. It's not like the Plaths where they went rogue and yeah, stopped, stopped holding true to the religion. They have, if nothing else, you got to give the Duggars credit to being really devoted to the IBLP. I know. And I appreciate, which obviously this, we'll get into this in our third episode, but I really appreciate how the ones who have left, like IBLP have still stayed, like really taken the parts that they appreciated and liked and believed in like with them. And then they were like, okay, but this other stuff, like it's just not it's yeah. too much, but like, I'm still going to take the things, the lessons and the more, some of the morals that I learned. Yeah. When I was um gr- raised Catholic, they called that like the conservative Catholics who didn't like the Catholics that like were normal would call that cafeteria Catholics. Cause you would pick and choose the beliefs you wanted and like ignore oh, yeah. the, like the conservative patriarchal mm. ones so i i was also i i resonate with that that's I how i am really Catholic like Catholic. in religion like i don't subscribe to it all but like there's some parts that i really like so why not take them yeah if you're like well i'm not gonna like disregard the fact that jesus was like love everyone you know like i'm not gonna throw that out that's a great <laughs> one yeah exactly it's that's good stuff yeah he, they knew what they were doing yeah right? fault him like, for that yeah exactly now the misogynistic, the xenophobic, homophobic, sexist, all that stuff. Like we, we leave it in the cafeteria. Door. That yeah. is, I'm not taking a spoonful of that and putting it on my tray. No, no, absolutely not. Well, speaking of like some of the conservative things, I would love to read some parts of IBLP's statement of faith from their website. <gasps> oh, good, 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 good. Wait, first, can we give a little brief overview of how it started? Because it's kind of has a weird origin. Did you oh, see this yes. on the website? Yes. They, it started as a college course. Yes, I saw this. I mean, it, I mean, Bill Gothard, I believe mm-hmm. is his name, was the founder of this and has come up with a lot of these belief systems. Yeah. And yeah, why don't you talk a little bit about it? Because I don't know if I have all the details on that. I'm, I think that's kind of it. I mean, it started in the <laughs> 60s. So it was kind of, yeah. I think, a rebellion against the like hippie movement. Like, I think there was this movement of like freedom. And then Bill Gothard was like, no, 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 no. So it started no. as the basic youth conflicts. And then they started expanding the seminars into um, other schools. And then I think it just became a widespread form. And, and what it is at its core isn't, it's not a church. You know, it's a way of teaching religion. So like the IBLP provides resources for this came from their website, clear instruction and training on how to find success by following God's principles found in scriptures. Mm. So they do seminars, educational programs, they have printed literature, they have their homeschool, they have uh, operations of centers to facilitate training. Um, But it's interesting because I thought it was a church. I did too, but I was actually listening to this podcast of this guy who is no longer part of this faith or this organization or whatever you want to call it. Um, And he was just kind of talking about how like Bill Gothard started this and kind of had his own church and everything and was a little bit of a dictator in that space. But then 
every church that, you know, subscribes to this has its own like dictator within their church. Cause I think mm. it says on their website that they're technically a non-denominational like sector. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so like each church is kind of its own governing body a little bit right. and has its own leader who, you know, probably list, went to maybe some of the seminars or like continues to go to seminars. So there's still like a through line of faith and teaching, but they have all say in how they teach, how they, um, interpret scripture like all that stuff they have complete autonomy which i thought was really interesting because like you know if you look at the catholic church obviously they have the pope that like Mm -hmm. all of their teachings in theory kind of fall through the from the pope yeah yeah or even like mormons they have a a president or a prophet who's or like the like i know the methodist church like we have bishops that like all go like higher up too and so there's normally like one central point or a board of governors that like kind of make the decisions on church doctrine, Mm -hmm. but not them really. They are there to lend a hand kind of in a way. It's interesting Um, because it, it seems like they have their talents really embedded in these people. Like it it seems like you would think it's a lot more controlling than it, it. Like it's more than just like a way of life. Like you'd think it's like a whole settlement of crazy people. I know, but it's like kind of, it's, it's not, it's yeah, like, I don't know, a curriculum that churches can like buy into. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell um, me, tell me what the, what, what was this? So the faith? statement of faith statement is of a little faith. long. So I'm going to read the entire first paragraph and then the like headlines of the others. Okay. So like, I don't know, pay attention to like the language. We'll go back into it because I have some thoughts. Okay. Um, The Institute in Basic Life Principles Incorporated affirms that cardinal doctrines of scripture that have been defended by historic statements of faith. These include the divine inspiration of scripture, the deity of Christ, the original sin nature of man, the Mm -hmm. atonement for sin by Christ's shed blood, and the justification by faith in Jesus Christ. Um, The statement of faith, I'm I'm not a great reader, so like bear with me. (laughs) You're doing fine. Um, this statement of faith does not exhaust the extent of our faith and doctrine. The Bible itself is the source of all that we believe. We believe the following statements accurately represent the teachings of the Bible and therefore are binding upon the directors, officers, employees, and volunteers of the corporation. Uh Uh-oh. And then now for like the bullet points. So this is, this is what it's saying. These are, these the binding beliefs? These are like the binding beliefs that they go through, that they like stick to. We believe in the one true God existing in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. Classic. 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 Super classic. No qualms. Yeah. We believe the Bible is the verbally inspired word of God and is the role, sole infallible rule of faith and practice. Ooh. I'm going ra- to raise a red flag there. I know. Me too. Because it's... I, I think that's very interesting worded. Like, verbally inspired word of God is such a, like... I think the cafeteria Catholics and like the people who like cherry pick, that's Mm -hmm. their like argument for cherry picking because they can be like, listen, it was verbal. It's been passed down. That's subjective, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think a lot of modern day Christians interpret the Bible as a metaphor. Yes, exactly. And I think that this attests to that, but then is used to strengthen their argument against those metaphors being Mm -hmm like fully true and okay wait can you read it one more time we believe in the bible 
We believe the Bible is the verbally inspired word of God and is the sole infallible rule of faith and practice. Yeah, the sole infallible rule, that that gets me because you know that's having that as one of their core beliefs, that's how they use things like doubt comes from the devil. Mm-hmm. If you question your beliefs, you are being influenced by the devil. You're exactly. not having faith, you know, like that's how they get people to not be able to think outside of it and leave. That's a trapping, that's a trapping rule. I know. And it just seems like almost contradictory to me. Um, but like what's new in religion? Con- contradictory because it says this is like low-key a verbal inspired yeah, belief, it's like inspired, but like inspired everything. And it's like, right. It's like you believe that it is inspired, but you also believe it's the word of God. It's like, okay, if it's inspired, then it's not, 100% the word of God. Anyway. Yeah. It's like when they say it's a true story, but it's like actually like kind of based, based on a on true, true story. story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Bible has a warning. This is ba- loosely based, based on a, based on a true, true story. story. Um, okay. We believe Jesus Christ is the eternal son of God, that he entered into the world through the virgin birth and lived among us without sin as perfect man and perfect God. Okay. Super classic. normal, like yeah. classic again. Yeah. This one is one that, like, I find fascinating. Okay. Next one. We believe Adam was directly created in innocence and in the image of God Uh and did not evolve from pre-existing forms of life. By voluntary transgression, he fell. And thus, the whole human race is now sinful by nature and practice and therefore under just condemnation to eternal separation from God. Okay, so what's implied by voluntary... What was it? By voluntary what? Voluntary transgression. By voluntary transgressions. That's Eve eating the apple, right? Okay, yes. But here's, so that's saying, what's fascinating to me is that they're only talking about Adam who was made in innocence. So neg- not saying that Eve was also created in innocence. Actually mm-hmm. just ignoring that Eve existed altogether in this. Mm-hmm. But still probably using that mm-hmm. to suppress women in their teachings. A hundred percent. Adam is the one that caused eternal like condemnation. I I think I think it's like a wink wink. Like I think they're saying by voluntary transgressions, you know who you know who did that. Adam is so I think that's that has to be how they use women to feel they have to serve men because they are eternally indebted to men because they were born without sin. So women have to like serve them because we caused the sin. I'm just surprised it's not more explicit in that. Like I thought at this, like fundamentalism and like those teachings of like subordination and like, like being subject to like, I don't know, more hatred and just like vitriol from like people by the virtue of being a woman. I just feel like it would be more baked in and like very explicit than this is. I know almost kind of woke of them to not specifically say women are the downfall of humanity. I know. Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Is this a win for the IBLP? (laughs) (laughs) Did they do this correct? Did they do this right? (laughs) They know they are, but I, I think you're right. Going back to what you said that they disregard Eve at all like i think that it's not worse than saying she she was the reason for all of this but it is like girly is irrelevant no <laughs> like eve who oh yeah the one who ruined Ew. humanity we don't talk about her Ew. 
Ew. <laughs> okay, there's so many. So let's okay, keep going. Keep going. Let's go through them. This is good. Um, where did I, okay, we believe Jesus Christ shed His blood on Calvary as a vicarious substitute for all sinners. Was buried and rose again bodily and ascended to the right hand of the Father, from whence He will personally return. Okay, that's pretty yeah. basic. Classic, classic. Seeing a pattern here. Um, we have every a other one, and every other one gets me. Let's yeah, see you're, I think going. they're hoping they'll like you know if if you run into an IBLP person with like a little stand of pamphlets on the street, they'll be like, okay, um, uh, Jesus is the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, women are evil. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Jesus <laughs> rose from the dead. Jesus rose. Like, woo-hoo, woo-hoo, <laughs> that's a good one, right? Yeah. Um, I think we should be IP, <laughs> IBLP people on the street. Um, I know. Can I join their marketing team? This is great. We're going to be like Billy on the street, but like, I yeah. do you, IBLP. do you believe that Jesus Christ is the father of the son, the son of God? <laughs> For a dollar. Do you believe? <laughs> um, okay. Um, we believe in the resurrection of both the saved and the lost, the saved unto the resurrection of life eternal and the lost unto the resurrection of eternal condemnation. <laughs> Are we the lost? As anyone who's not, I think not, they're going to think we're the lost. Um, oh, but they they believe that they're going to be resurrected into heaven. Well, I, that's another wording that I think is strange because it says the resurrection of eternal condemnation, which makes me think no. But resurrection makes me think up. Like, well, yeah, heaven. you maybe maybe in Jesus's second coming, do the condemned get resurrected? Is that what they believe? I don't know. I, d- I don't. I don't think I quite get it. Because um, mm, that could be, you know, another rare win for the IBLP if they don't believe that all non-believers go to hell. Maybe. Um, but I, I'm gonna get. I get the vibe from these people that they do believe all non-believers go to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> I'm just like randomly guessing. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty fundamentalist, like conservative. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, view. Yeah. Oh, so then I, oh, we're going to start touching on Satan. Oh, yay. <laughs> um, we believe Satan is a living being uh, and that hell and ultimately the lake of fire are places of eternal conscious punishment for him, his host, and all unbelievers. Oh, uh, okay. So this, so uh, we, mi- I misinterpreted. I'm going to take back what I said about a rare win for the IBLP. It does sound like non-believers go to hell. Yeah, I mean the lake of fire. That I is haven't ever like, heard that. I never heard either. about that growing up. No, me neither. Like lake, I don't know. I mean, I mean fire makes, makes sense. sense to me, but like I don't know. Maybe I haven't read my Bible closely enough. Yeah, me neither. I've literally never like I always pictured hell as like people like chained about up to walls and being whipped and stuff. Like I never pictured everyone in that's kind of like um in Hades there was like a river. The river like sticks, is that etern- right? Yeah, the river of sticks, which is like eternally tortured souls, right? It's kind of similar, yeah. right? I love those kind of connections when yeah. like that goes back to like religion. Like you can actually trace it back to like the mythology and the connections there. I think that's interesting. Yeah, me too. Although um, I don't think Bill Gothard was reading out of Greek mythology lore. No, I don't think so either. Moving on to the next one. We believe in the priesthood of the believer and that God has made provision for each believer to be victorious by being led of the spirit and not walking after the flesh. Does that mean they Um, don't believe in ghosts? Maybe I'm going to, that was a lot of word salad for me. And wait, can you read it? Can we go slowly? Okay, let's take it. Let's take it like piece piece by piece. We believe in the priesthood of the believer. And that God has made provision for each believer to be victorious 
by being led of the spirit and not walking after the flesh. Oh, okay. So I think that that's, they they have a similar one in Catholicism where you can only have one God. So you follow, mm. you follow. Oh yeah. The, you don't have like an the icon. Of the Ten Commandment? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I guess that's not Catholic. I think that's everyone that, that you follow God, not people. So yeah. you can't idolize celebrities, stuff like no, that. Idols. Yeah. Bill Gothard can't be the word of God because he's just a person. Okay. Right. Um, okay. We believe that the born again believers in local churches are the body and the espoused bride of Christ. Huh. Wait, what? In Whoa, local that feels... Well, the local churches part is really fascinating to me and I think just proves that they're not a religion. Like, they are... Yeah. Like, the Bible or the, you know, the Pope isn't talking about the local churches. Like, it's talking about the religion. It's talking about the faith, the, the like... Yeah, it does. It feels like, like a nice nod to you. like God. Like it's not yeah. talking about the local church order. Yeah, there's more like individualism there compared to more like collectivism that you see in in bigger churches like Catholicism. Yeah, interesting. Okay, they're the bride of Jesus, the espoused bride of Christ. Which I don't know what that that's means. Kind of that's kind of LGBT for the men of the club. <laughs> of <IBLP>, LGBT. Ooh. Um, Another win for the Institute of Basic Life Principles. IBLP. <laughs> um, we believe scripture commands Christians to abstain from all forms of compromise with unbelief. Yeah. I think that just means like any like doubts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. An- another trapping one. Yeah. Okay. Moving on through. We believe the Bible gives direct guidance and also sets forth principles for godly living that when followed, honor the Lord and help believers to live life as God designed. Okay, that's pretty basic too. Classic, classic. We believe that the Genesis account of creation is neither allegory nor myth. (gasps) The literal historical account of God's creation of the universe. Oh, no. This one's not (laughs) a win. No big bang. This no one's evolution. not a win for the IBLP. Oh, they've already said there's no evolution when they were like, Adam, oh, yeah. not derived from any other form of life. Um, so does this mean IBLP doesn't believe in aliens? Definitely that's, not. That's the biggest qualm I have so far. That's their number one qualm with Scientology. Oh, really? Because I, I was listening to a podcast that did say there's a lot of overlap in how IBLP oh. and Scientology are kind of like I just like kind of made that up because one of like the truths of Scientology that like they can't tell you is that there's other life forms and there's going to be like another planet or whatever. Okay, I think Scientology is right. I'm going to say it. (laughs) That is my first perspective of this week. Scientology is right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do a Scientology series later. Oh, for sure, we have to. No, but but just to be clear, I don't think IBLP and Scientology agree with each other i think it's more the structure of how they're teaching resources quote unquote not religions that yeah because i mean scientology i think fully believes in self to be a religion and i mean they have to because they are tax exempt okay well i went to the scientology center and asked and the woman there was like we're not a religion and i was like oh fascinating ask your leaders about that one 
Oh, interesting. Okay, well, we'll have to talk about. But I, I, I agree with you. I think most people consider it a religion. But anyway. Wow. Okay. Um, back to IBLP. We believe that all authority begins with God, and that He has ordained and created authority structures to exercise delegated mm-hmm. authority within the jurisdictional limits of the family, church, civil mm-hmm. government, and voluntary associations. They think God made boys in charge. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is sure. that is them excusing the patriarchy. Yeah. Which they are unapologetically pro-patriarchy, which you got to give them credit for it. You know, like, at least they're not pretending to be woke, you know? Uh, they're not. Well, some of them at the beginning, see, they lured us yeah. in with those, like, first few, like, beginning, like, seemingly interesting, normal mm-hmm. ones. And now they're getting into the weeds of, like, their, you know issues the next like one this week that is, one is also kind of like the adam one where they don't explicitly say men are the leaders but they say that god chose leaders of families and whatever right. else and it's like it's implied well and no. we can talk about this once we get through the statements of faith but their training program like ati or whatever it's mm-hmm. called um yeah. has one of the podcasts i was listening to they were telling me some of the, de- telling me directly. <laughs> to me. Um, they were saying the definitions that they give certain words. And it's like essentially just a religious definition of a very common word. And it's like, it actually follows. I'll get, I'll give the example in a minute, but okay. it's like, it was really interesting how they like twisted these definitions to still be true to the people who follow this. And like, you can clearly see how those Definitions are related in like a religious sense. Okay. I'm excited to hear that. Okay. So the next one, we've got like maybe five or six more. Um, I know there's a, there's a lot of statements. I'll I'll stop commenting on them all. Um, This one, I feel like might need some commentation comments though, because it really gets into, I'll, I'll just read it. We believe that God created people as either male or female and that no intimate sexual activity should be in changed engaged in outside of a marriage between one born man and one born woman. Mm. We believe that any form of homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, bestiality, incest, fornication, adultery, and pornography are sinful perversions of God's gift of sex. We believe that God disapproves of any of and forbids any attempt to alter one's gender by surgery or appearance. I wonder if this is a new belief of faith. That's what I think. Was I think this, this is that relevant in 1960? Added. Yeah. This is certainly like an addition, but I love that they call it God's gift of sex. Um, yeah, I mean, you can tell Jim Bob and what's her name? Certainly, Michelle. Jim Bob and Michelle. They believe it to be a it. gift. Yeah, they love they, that. They're they're having a lot of. And this also gets into like equating homosexuals with like bestiality. I was like just going to say you have so incest like, and bestiality right after you say homosexuality and lesbianism or whatever. And it's just like those fully just aren't equated and not the same. Like I know. And it's, but it's interesting then because then you have someone like Josh Duggar who did do Certainly went against incest us. and pornography. And he was just like forgiven. Yeah. Well, he's in jail now, which is wild. Right. Um, right. Which is good. Good, um, good, good. But it's, I feel like, they're picking and choosing like would if, if it was someone who had a relationship with someone of the same sex, would they have been as forgiving as they were of sweet little Josh Duggar touching his sisters? 
Yeah, exactly. Stupid. Bad one. Big thumbs down. But they're, I think they're kind of combined. So I'm going to read the next two. We believe that only scriptural marriage is joining of one man and one woman for life. Guessing they don't believe in um, divorce. Anyway. Yeah, Josh's wife is still with him. Oh, crazy. We believe that men and women are spiritually equal in position and value before God as both are created in the image of God, but that God has ordained distinct and separate spiritual and physical functions for men and women in the home and the church. Cheap shot. Cheap shot they're equal (laughs) they're equal but uh there's specific responsibilities so women have to serve the men is that what's implied here crazy 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 okay so moving on we believe that god has ordained the family as the foundational institution of human society husbands and wives are to love care for and submit to one another children are a heritage from the lord Parents are responsible for teaching their children spiritual and moral values through loving instruction, consistent lifestyle example, and appropriate discipline, which may include loving corporal correction. Oh, they hit kids. Oh, yeah. Right? Isn't corporal punishment hitting? I think so. I think so. Oh, Michelle. Jim Bob. I know. Stop it. Stop hitting your kids. Boo. Okay. One more. One more. We believe that human life is sacred from conception to its natural Mm. end. And any willful and deliberate early termination of life is contrary to the will of God. Mm. Yeah, a big one to end on. Definitely another addition. They're very... It's interesting how um, they take things... They're saying that they exclusively believe in the Bible, but a lot of these beliefs and core pieces of faith aren't things that are in the Bible. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the Bible, if they're taking the Bible at face value, where does it say, like, like there's no there's no um, explicit condemnation of gay people in the Bible? Yeah, exactly. Especially because a lot of it is so, um, what's the word, translated so differently. Yes. Like the verses that people use so often are normally translated incorrectly and used against people and it was on purpose and Mm -hmm. changed in the, you know, middle ages or whatever. And a lot of like, like there's a lot of like colloquialism that goes into how it was Mm -hmm. originally written. Like there was a word that might've been that might've had a couple different definitions and the monk who was translating it in the middle ages later was like, "Mm, okay, I'm going to switch this. Whatever. Exactly. So kind of crazy. I would love to know if there's a version of the Bible that they prefer. Like, are they I think King it's James? James. Okay. I think that's like James. normal. That's the like main one that people use, I think. Yeah. Um, but that is interesting. So those are all the statements. So those are like their basic principles that guide their teachings um through like ATI. Isn't that what it's called? ATI? Yes, that's their like educational program. It's their educational program, which they it's very entwined with their religious upbringing and most people who go through this program may or may not graduate high school and most certainly rarely go on to college. Well, they Um, shouldn't because I downloaded a couple booklets from their website, which I think are homeschooling um, stuff. And uh, no one should be graduating high school if this is like, I, I downloaded the language arts ones for a few different levels and every single sentence in there had to do with Jesus or God or faith. Like, Like it was basically, if you're having kids read through these sentences over and over again, f- like fill in the blank, stuff like that, they're just 
reading these words over and over again, like I follow Jesus without doubt, stuff like that, that is just like being seared into their brain with honestly very little grammar involved. And then there was another one, there was a booklet that was supposed to be about, um, I think it was also language arts, but they had, it was kind of like science-y. Let me read the first like sentence. It said, salt maintains balance in the body. The believers to maintain balance of God's truth in the body of Christ, since truth out of balance leads to heresy. Salt creates thirst and the believers to create interest in the things of God. One of the most important functions of salt is to preserve food from the spread of disease producing bacteria. The believer is to function with a similar purpose in the world. Oh my God. So, so it's like really confused in there. Like every yes. other sentence is like, Back to like faith. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like every, every, even science references are backed by cheese. Like it, it doesn't give, which I think is on purpose, it doesn't give anyone growing up in this any skills to even think critically. Like yeah. they don't, Whoa. they're not given any material to question it because <laughs> everything, like it's, it's all one teaching. There's no well, like different perspective. This- guy that I what that I listened to like his podcast or his interview and his interview um went through this program and so he like when it first kind of started like he was kind of going through it like Bill Gothard was still really pushing it and he said that his like definitions he asked the person interviewing he was like you know if I asked you the definition of wisdom like what would you say and the guy was like application of knowledge and mm. he was like yes what some version of the application of knowledge or knowing how to use it or like knowing how to absorb it or whatever. But in ATI, the definition of wisdom that's given to kids is somewhere along the lines of knowing when to follow God's plan, which Uh like you can clearly see how those are like connected because it's like that is knowledge to them. Like God's plan and knowing what that is, is knowledge and therefore wisdom and like making sure they follow it. And it's just really Uh interesting how they've, so cleverly connected these nuances and these instances similar to like this science reference to like back to faith. Which means they probably, anyone who follows scientific beliefs or believes things outside the church isn't considered smart or wise or intelligent because they're not guided by God. So that's a really easy way to write off every non-believer. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. What, what is that podcast? podcast is let me see it is called where'd it go it's called gods of tomorrow and the episode is ati in the independent fundamentalist baptist church and they interviewed this guy who i guess has like an online persona known as arch radish um (laughs) his name is chad um (laughs) Yeah, Arc Radish, Arch Radish, whatever. Um, okay, I'm going to listen. That sounds really So cool. it was interesting. Like I, I would recommend, because he talked about it. He was like, you know, I had all these doubts. I was like very involved in everything. And they were teaching us this. And, you know, my mom wanted to have like birth control. But then the gynecologist was like, no, why don't you let God take care of that? And like basically Bill was like encouraging people to like make these like armies for Christ. Like... He was yes. like, you know, well, that's what Quiverful, which is the Plathserful. Have you seen the Quiverful movement, which is parents want to have a quiver, like a bunch of bows for their arrow so that they can mm-hmm. fight for Christ? Yeah. So it's interesting. Did you say you you knew people who were in it? 
So tell me that before. I know people who were in fundamentalist Baptist like churches. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure if they followed this doctrine or this like organization. Um, I do think it's fascinating. They call themselves a corporation. Um, yeah. That was weird. Um, and they were very strict when they were growing up, like with, mm. you know, how they presented themselves and, you know, they weren't allowed to like hug a boy, like, and, or like not like a side, like more than a side hug. And, yeah. you know, their dad Christian had to be a chaperone on dates when we were in junior high and high school. And, you know, it is kind of like a crazy idea. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it, it's after hearing the, like the faith rules that you were reading out, it's amazing how they really do like there's literally no room to breathe i know there's none it's so strict Mm -hmm. and like i remember like thinking about like this family that was in it and they were really strict about things and can you just imagine going on a date you know you're in junior high you're in early high school it's like your first boyfriend girlfriend whatever and you have to your dad's like sitting behind you making sure you're not doing anything a little crazy or like no that's gonna be child abuse permission to like kiss them and then they like watch it's like what is ew That's how they make sure no one's having kisses before marriage. If the dad's watching. I know. Yeah. It's all, it really all comes down to control and I'll be interested to, I haven't rewatched any 19 kids accounting episodes yet since I was a kid. So I'll be interested to rewatch. Cause I, I feel like as a kid, I was like, Oh, Jim Bob. But now I'm going to be like, this is a controlling patriarchal manipulative man. And I want to see how that plays out. Cause I've seen some, some TikTok clips and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah, I think this is a great foundation for like going into next week because now I feel like mm-hmm. I understand more where they're coming yes. from ideologically. So I'm excited to like watch now with a different point of view. So I think <laughs> next week will be a good episode too. Yeah. Okay. I'm really excited. Me too. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.